0: He's simply ravishing.
1: back on in to the program, uh we got ourselves a rocking and jamming episode today. Body guy Roy Johnson from Progress Wrestling has returned to the program to update us on how things are going along with him. Hey man, once again, like always, I just want to thank everybody for the support. Keep on the downloads. Keep on spreading the word. We're growing every single minute. Real quick, I want to throw out there for him, just because, you know, he's been so gracious and hooking us up, uh, putting our show over in the past. I just want to make sure, in case anybody uh, doesn't catch it when we're talking about it during the actual interview, um, or if they can't quite catch the accent, or if... Um, just so you have a timestamp, you know where to go. You can go back to the beginning of the podcast to find this plug. Uh, demand Progress. Put that shit into Google right now. Progress Wrestling, the hottest, biggest, baddest, and best wrestling program in wrestling promotion shall I say over in Europe that's going right now that is who uh, body guy Roy Johnson works for primarily their chapter shows are off the hook they have big time uh, premier up and coming talent like Zack Sabre Jr. and Jimmy Havoc who I uh, hope to see at a theater near me in the near future Um, check that out demand progress they have their own uh, online streaming service a bit like the WWE Network that's how you can get all their shows and watch out for Body Guy Roy Johnson. Also, if you want to get yourself some Superfly Body Guy Roy Johnson, Roy better know t-shirts and merchandise, check him out on Facebook at Body Guy Roy Johnson and on Twitter at, at underscore Body Guy. Um, even though I know you guys aren't the greatest at picking up the Twitter because uh, Lord knows I haven't picked up that many Twitter followers. Even though I ask you guys to follow me on Twitter so that I can address and do questions that you guys want me to cover I can't get it to seem to happen I don't understand since we're doing thousands and thousands of downloads every week what the hell anyways we're ready to go thanks everybody for joining us this is a interview segment I'm pretty damn proud of I love it I hope you guys do too All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here on the podcast where we will sell you the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge, especially for today because we have the main man, our biggest guest that we have ever had and will ever have the man, the myth, the legend, Roy Johnson the body guy what's up man yo yo
0: yo 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 yeah. <laughs> what's going on brother how are things yeah I'm I'm good I'm all, all good all jiggy just you know chilling out so everything on your side you all cool
1: oh absolutely man I got my I got my Roy better no t-shirt on I'm oh, good no. to go uh i got one also for my wife to wear i'm looking for the extra small sizes so my dogs can wear them we're just we're over here we got the uh u.s roy johnson uh fan club rolling over here so things are going good so i guess what we would want to go into first is um just obviously everybody um i've had a lot of feedback a lot of uh People have asked me since the last time I had you on you know uh, how things are coming along for you, um, how things have developed, how things are different now from the last time we interviewed you. so go ahead and tell us um, how you th- see some things differently um, what you've what things you've really picked up on and learned since the last time we talked to you
0: um okay. Well, when, 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 did we, when did we speak last? It was about... It was the summertime at some point. Summer, Sometime yeah, yeah. In the summer yeah. Like, really, really and truthfully, I haven't really... I wouldn't say changed much in myself. I've just been more me and been more comfortable with who I am as a person and as a performer. And people are either accepting that or they're not accepting it. So, um, and as far as I'm concerned i don't really care if they accept it or not because that's just me so before i was this guy wasn't totally comfortable with the character i was being um i just thought you know what it's not working for me fuck it. i'm just gonna be myself so sorry if there's no swears allowed on this podcast
1: uh, <laughs> uh, there's no fucking worries about that
0: <laughs> right, cool, no, fucking you, A. yeah. all right cool so so yeah i just thought fuck it be myself um, if people like it, they like it. If they don't, whatever. I don't really care. I'm I'm more comfortable being myself. So that's that, really. Um, in terms of... I think I'm picking up a bit more traction now than I was before. Um, like, examples, I've been to a couple of wrestling shows recently where I'm now getting stopped and recognised and people wanting pictures and, and stuff, which is mad. Um, like, I was at um, NXT TakeOver last last month and... I think I left to go just use a bathroom and kind of for about a period of five ten minutes I was mobbed by people wanting pictures and wanted to talk to me about something which is weird I've never had that before so that's pretty cool um, people buy me drinks as well which I've never had that before so wow. uh, people, people want to buy me drinks you see me out and about you want to buy me a drink I don't really drink alcohol that much so it's a cheap one for you just get me a Diet Coke and nice so um, yesterday I went to a wrestling show um relatively locally to me and i got recognized a bit too much for my liking because i just wanted to, to, to watch the show you know
1: yeah yeah that's just, it's people. over for you man <laughs> yeah
0: you i know pretty I know, face like,
1: now it's done
0: i know man like i was catching up with some people I'm, who i used to go talk to these shows with not seen them for a while yeah talking to them and the kids were coming up so I was saying can we take a picture with you and, I, and they were girls and the girls were like you know, thinking, oh, uh, these, these wrestling fans want to take pictures with me, as yeah. in the girls, but they actually wanted it with me. Obviously, well, they're not on a picture with me, but, um, yeah, it's a bit mad, so I'm, I'm starting to get used to that. Um, obviously, we'd have to the wrestling shows anyway, so that's cool for now. Just to find out where yeah,
1: to, You're going no to you're gonna have to get the uh, start getting the VIP, the roped off area, start getting, <laughs> get, start getting club box seats every time you go to a show here pretty soon.
0: <laughs> kind of... Well, these shows should be booking me anyway, so there you go. I, should, I shouldn't, shouldn't be even have to the, be um,
1: sitting out there. Um, yeah. So and and that so it's been a, a big development in confidence and comfort in the character and uh, what you're doing out there because you've, you're slipping more into you know your actual natural personality. So when you well, said it's just it wasn't, me, it's just
0: me, you know. Yeah. So, so you
1: said when it, when it wasn't working out for you before, um, is that just because you felt kind of. Uh, kind of bland, kind of white meat, like there really wasn't much to it, and now you're being able to really tap into uh, some some personal feelings and, and, and really take in a direction that, that you would like. It's, it's, it's just easier to sink in and become comfortable, and now you're, instead of thinking while you're working, you're just working, you're just reacting,
0: right? Basically, yeah. I mean, when I first started, my, my gimmick was, you know, well, it's not just a gimmick, I am a powerlifter, I'm a powerlifter champion, blah, blah, blah. Wrestling fans can't really relate to that. On on an international scale, like, you know, they Americans will probably relate to it more than English people because you've got guys like Mark Henry, um, Tony Atlas, Rusev, (sighs) to an extent, Cesaro, who who have uh, a history and a background in strength sports. Over here, there's, there's there's not really anything. And the size thing also over here, it's just you get a lot smaller guys, which is just part and parcel of British life, even. So people can't really relate to the powerlifting thing, so it's kind of didn't really take off. And like you know, like sorry, one that I didn't mention, Biggie, Biggie Langston. Um, I get com- got compared to him a lot from the get go. He's a little bit annoying sometimes. I'm doing my own thing, like you know, back then he was doing. I think New Day was. Faces when I, was, yeah, they were faces anyway, but um, so I'm getting compared to him. I'm like, I'm trying to do my own thing, I'm not, I'm not really too Not too hot on this kind of comparison. Literally, my first, my debut match came out, I was getting rocky chance because my her name is Johnson. Maybe people think oh, I look similar to him, whatever, I don't know. Um, then the biggie chance started, and that, then that stuck with me for a bit. Second match, um. Working as a face, still getting this big E heat. Um, and I had or there was a botch in the match that resulted in me landing on my head. Which which wasn't pleasant, but I got quite a strong neck, luckily, so there wasn't any damage to me. But um the fans seemed to think that was funny. So, you know, and I just thought, you know what? I took a little bit of um a break outside of well not wrestling but like kind of doing those those particular shows came back and I just thought the fuck these fans like i'm i'm just gonna do it myself people want to give me biggie he they're gonna, i'm gonna give them reason not to um i don't want don't want or need the fancy cheer for me anymore so i'll just do do my own thing and it's and from then it's kind of taping off so
1: yeah you want to laugh when i fucking fall on my head well i wonder if you're gonna laugh when i drop your favorites on their head
0: Basically, I got Basically.
1: you. Basically, yeah, yeah. Laugh at this now, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, I got you. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Um, so go ahead and lay out for listeners. Um, what has changed now with uh um? Yeah, as you become more experienced. You have got this new character going. Uh, what has changed now with uh you know how you how you develop a match prior to and uh, how you go through it. With someone, you know, as, as opposed to you're a little bit more experienced now, uh, working a heel heel slash a villain gimmick. Um, mm. What what what's different now about about setting up a match and going through one with somebody?
0: Um, well, without I guess without putting the curtain back too much, um, when I first started out, matches were kind of like we just stick to the, the basic wrestling match structure, and just put things in with that, and whether or not it worked or it didn't work is kind of by the by, really. Um, and now, I go into a match, and I, I know that I'm going to do a few power moves, a few strikes, and the rest of the time I'll just talk shit, because I don't really need to do much other than that, because most people I wrestle, on bigger than, stronger than, you know, this is, it's not going to be, I don't need to do loads of moves. And like, I'll, my match now because I'm not a very nice guy I'll probably jump someone before the match starts because I can you know um, do that beat on them for a bit and then whatever happens the rest of the match happens and that's that's essentially what I do now rather than sticking to traditional match structure so,
1: so yeah you said you said earlier that um somebody you know you told me a story about how uh, somebody commented that that you've uh that you work that you work a roy, a roy johnson match now that that's the yeah. thing and i just just go ahead and break down because i i understand what that means i think a lot of guys out there will understand that that means that you work your match now but um go ahead and break down for for the listeners what exactly uh that means and compare it to see some others that they that they would know
0: well without giving away too much for anyone who's going to come probably see one of my matches in the future I'll goad you into doing something that I think I'm better than you at. You take the bait. You show me up. I get pissed off. I beat you up. Hmm. And I beat on you. and I beat on you. And I beat on you until I get cocky. And then either they capitalize or I do. So, so missteps it's kind of, have happened. I've seen the matches.
1: Yeah. It's not like they actually legitimately win anything. It's just a, you know, overstep sometimes. Uh, but basically, what what we're describing is, um, you know, there's there's a John Cena match, there's a Bret Hart yeah. match, there's a definitely a Ric Flair match. Um yeah. If you guys watch them, you'll you'll know what it is. And uh, Roy has has developed enough and advanced enough and come to. Come to understand what he's doing in the ring and where he wants to go with people enough to where now there's a Roy Johnson match and that's a big
0: yeah it's a big. And I'm more comfortable now. Yeah. In 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 going into a match and saying no, nah, I'm not doing that because that's not something Roy Johnson would do or something Roy Johnson would have done to him. So that's awesome.
1: That's 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 real good. And
0: that's not being arrogant or whatever, but it's just what it what it's, it is. Yeah,
1: it's just knowing your character and knowing and knowing where what, what you want to do in front of people and. How you're the direction you're trying to do developing who you are. Um, shit, if anything, a lot of that's
0: come from being told by yeah. by like, guys who are um, a bit more experienced than me, or guys or my my, my trainers. Um, probably one one guy I, who I'd mentioned in terms of helping me steer my thought into that direction would be Jimmy Havoc. Um, kind of thinking, no, no, you're you're like this kind of guy. You shouldn't be doing that, or someone shouldn't be able to do that to you. And then I think, okay, cool. Think about more about that when I'm doing matches now. So absolutely,
1: Um, and really, it would help a lot of people out there who are in the game at higher levels to fucking to pay attention to that more. That used to be a really big deal. Once upon a time, even just as recently as the late '90s, that um, you know people would would say, "Hey, hold on, put on the brakes." This is not what my character would do. This is not what I would do in that situation. This is what not should be done to me. Uh, we need to rethink that. And it's something that kind of seems like it's gotten lost in the last decade. Because you got people who are literally taken off the street and put into like a TV character. It's not really mm. them. They don't live it. They don't know it. So there's less of that. Mm. It's a very old school thing and it's awesome that that's like something that's emphasized uh, mm. in the stuff that you do and the feelings that you have.
0: What's, what's the thing about me is I know I know who I am, I know what kind of guy I am, so I know what works for me and what doesn't work for me, and that's essentially a, a big difference in terms of where I was when I last worked to you and where I am now. Um, but I guess it kind of does does help with with my matches and stuff because yeah, as I say, I do have my own type of match now that I work so.
1: Um that and that kind of leads into the next uh the next thing I was going to ask you was um what kind of uh, what kind of how has your training or uh what you do in development or learning how has that changed now cuz like that's a different type of thing like the last time we talked to you you were still um you know learning your way around a ring and learning your way around some bumping and now you're in it sounds like you're into things that's more um uh, psychology based. Hey, you would do yep. this, you wouldn't do that. How how is the training and the things that you focus on in training changed since the last time we talked to you?
0: Well, probably because as time's gone on, obviously I've got better. That the things that I'm focused on in training aren't fundamental things now. Like things in, in working on in training, like would be like, I guess something that, that that Roy Johnson would do and that what he yeah. wouldn't do, and why 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 would why is Roy Dawson doing that rather than, you know, that movie we did not look safe or whatever? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, more, I, know, I
1: understand exactly what you're yeah.
0: saying. It's more like I've, I've actually I've not tried any new moves for a long time, so I don't need to. Oh, so
1: absolutely not. Anyway, if anything, you need to pare it down.
0: Yeah, maybe you won't to.
1: be flipping anybody on their fucking
0: head. And... Well, well, actually, it's me who got flipped on my head. But... Yeah, well, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. That, yeah. but, but you're better
1: for it. You're better for making sure yeah. that you're not doing a bunch of crazy stuff that'll end up with somebody on their fucking head.
0: Yeah, less is more, man. Less is more. Absolutely. Um,
1: while we're before we move into that next part, now that you talk about less is more, I remember the last time that we talked. Uh, we we talked about some of your favorite matches and the stuff you like going on. Um, who? Uh, Recently, in you know, since, since we talked here recently, uh, who has really grown or gone down or caught your eye in, in, um, you know, say WWE or mainstream America? Like, what matches do you, did you like recently? Um, whose work are you really digging? Um, the more and more you learn about how things work and how things are supposed to work.
0: Um, I guess if I speak to, uh, primarily on WWE, because it's probably what your, what your listeners will be more related to and, and that sort of stuff. Um, I really, I really, I really like um, Calisto stuff at the moment. Okay, it's really cool. cool, awesome. Yeah, um, like, and to be honest, I don't really. I, I do obviously watch a lot of wrestling, but I don't pay as, as much attention to certain things I used to. But um, obviously, Roman Reigns is doing really good. Um, to get, he's had to do really good to get the crowd back on his, yeah, on his side and. Um, and I think part of that is has been in how um, kind of shameless and the McMahons and stuff have been kind of good good heels for him. Mm-hmm. Um, with regards to NXT, um, you know, I I'd be, I'd be, I'd really like some of the stuff Samara Joe's doing now. Um, as a heel, he's really cool, really good. Yeah, he's
1: been excellent since he turned heel. It's it's like yeah. it's like he never should have been anything else. Yeah, exactly. He's damn it's, good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um obviously like Bailey's Bailey's doing awesome in NXT. So how
1: what was that like when you were cuz you you went to the Brooklyn takeover, right? Yeah. Um what was that what was I feel like that would have been a that Bailey and I Ajax would have been fucking incredible live. Like was that awesome live?
0: It wasn't what well, I, I, I'd hoped, really, but okay. it, was, it was still a really good match. Really good match. Um, like as I said, Bailey's awesome. Like, it's like full credit to to and to, to Nia Jax for that match because it, it, it Bailey was spectacular. That was one of one of her, her better matches, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean that that match itself was good. The show was really good. The crowd were really hot. Um, it's bit, I, I don't tend to go to many wrestling shows that much anymore mm-hmm. because. Um, purely because I just I want I, to I work them. <laughs> I don't well, know. yeah,
1: and, and yeah. at some point, enough people are gonna start recognizing you where it's gonna be almost like you gotta be in character. At I mean, that's just me guessing, but like if you oh, are getting 100%. to a point where like you know you're getting recognized by two hundred, three hundred people at a show, um, you know, I don't know how much you you adhere to. Um, how how much things cross over, you know what I'm saying? But I would think at some point, if enough people are recognizing you at these things, you almost gotta carry yourself a certain a certain way, and uh, that
0: might. Well, it's already started to happen. It's a bit little slightly, I say annoying, but it's gonna it's got, would it be one of the things I I have to accept now? Right. Yeah. Um, and NXT's channel probably got stopped about maybe 15 times for people who want to talk or wanted to pictures, and even they wanted to buy me drinks. Which, you know, if people want to buy me drinks, they want to buy me drinks, it's cool, whatever. But, like, that's, that's a foreign concept to me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to be, like, not wanting to talk to people, because at the end of the day, regardless of whether I like someone or not, they potentially could be putting money in my pocket.
1: Yeah, buying, absolutely, yeah.
0: By buying my merch, and by coming to shows that I'm, I'm at, so I'm not going to be a complete dip to them even if i don't want to talk to people i want to just kind of get on and watch the show happened to me a bit yesterday as well um people want pictures want to talk to me about my last couple of matches or whatever but you know if people want to approach me they want to approach me it's just one of the things really same as if i was in the in the gym if you want to talk to me in the gym i don't really want to talk but i'm going be rude so yeah
1: well that's what um and this, that's good. You reminded me of something that we forgot to talk about last time, and it'll be even better when we talk about it this time, and you're going to realize what I'm talking about when I bring it up. But first, um, what you're talking about, like Chris Jericho said that, says that a lot in his podcast, that he learned from like Gene Simmons and stuff, like those people, because now you're you're something special. You're like something they will remember in their lives. That they came across you, right? And that's, you. you will forget them, but they will never forget you. And so- yeah they're going to remember that like forever like how they were treated by the guy who when they met them um yeah. and so that you know that's why he says he's always always gracious always you know is uh, you know kind to people and signs whatever and does pictures and stuff like that because you know he knows that that person's going to remember that forever so he just he just rolls with it
0: hmm. yeah i'll just go with it like end of the day like i said i, I keep these people going to in some way or other I put money in my pocket so I can't I've got to at least be show a little bit of gratitude towards that even if I don't want to talk to them really it's kind of is what it is so and I've, I've had t- like um instances where I've as a fan in the past I've met certain wrestlers and they've left a negative impression on me yeah and from then i just think well fuck this guy yeah <laughs> I don't want to spend any money on him like I don't want to come watch his matches whatever and people People may disagree. Um, I'm not gonna name names, but there's people certain wrestlers, really popular Hall of Fame wrestlers who people I know think are the nicest guys in the world. I've met them once and they've been an absolute prick. And that stuck with me more than kind of any other one everyone else's opinion on that person. So Yeah. And then there's Uh, other Go ahead. So I'm conscious you can catch people on the on bad days and the stuff. Yeah, 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 absolutely. If you're a fan and you only have this one opportunity to meet someone, that should be the best experience that they you have of meeting that Mm -hmm. person so um yeah (laughs) unless of course
1: and this is what i was gonna this is what i was referring to unless of course they come up to you using terms that they should not be using the last time the last time we talked we we discussed that a little bit off air where um you know you hear people using terms and you're like where the fuck did you learn that and uh my I was gonna ask, you know, about a little bit about etiquette and um when talking to somebody who's who's in the business and um and what the different okay, well first of all we'll go with that and then I'll then I'll hit you with the second part in a minute. Um what's the etiquette? Because me, whenever I meet somebody who's especially like the old school guys, like, you know, if I was to come across a Jim Ross or Jim Cornette or Robbie Brookside or William Regal, I'd be scared to fucking death to say the wrong thing. I would just, I would like, I would just like completely, just completely cave the whole conversation, like act like, you know, when when you fought this guy and you pulled the thing out of your trunks, that was really shitty of you to cheat like that. Like, I would totally, just the whole fucking thing. I would be so scared to say anything. Um, so you gotta be
0: careful about how you speak to anyone in the, back in the olden days, because um, yeah, like I said, they don't want they don't want you talking like like your worker or wrestler. And also, you don't want to make yourself to be a complete mark. So, um,
1: how do you feel about this now in these days? Because you you said last time it was kind of a you know you'll look at somebody sideways. How how do you feel about that now?
0: Um, if you're gonna talk to me as a fan, tell me what you like and what you didn't like about my matches. Um, ask me when I, when they when and where you can see me wrestle again or whatever. Um, probably don't talk to me about training. Don't talk to me about specific things about wrestlers and and about wrestling. Um, Don't talk to me about psychology, about match structures, that sort of thing, because it's not something fans should really be talking to wrestling fans about. But but (laughs) I've I've only ever been in that situation once, and that was very early on in my career, so that particular person... Kind of, kind of annoyed me a little bit, but I was kind of like, oh, whatever, I might, I might just have to get used to this. What I don't like, and it happened to me yesterday, is people call me by my real name. Yeah. Um, but I don't, don't know. Because like, I know a few people from being a wrestling fan myself, so obviously I do know people in wrestling who who go to watch shows. Sorry, excuse me. You go to watch shows, and they'll call me by my real name. That's cool. But then if there was someone else who doesn't know me... yeah. Why are you calling me by my real name? Like, it's kind of, I don't know. You know me as Roy, so call
1: me Roy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, the, I guess the comparison would be okay, like, you don't like to, you don't like hearing people discuss uh, psychology and max structure and this and that. And then we brought it up last time that, mm. you know, you are a person who went from being one of us so to speak you know being a fan to being a wrestler and mm-hmm. you know
0: and I'm, I'm sort of a fan and
1: yeah. you used to talk about that before you were a wrestler so what is it is it just now that like you know you know how much you didn't know what you were talking about back then so it hurts you to hear people talking about it or is it just yeah, yeah. because like, now, become I, now part I, of I, knew,
0: the... I knew I knew nothing <laughs> yeah like no what I know now, now I'm Back then, I knew nothing, so why am I talking about it like I do? Um, so I don't really know much, but I know a lot more than I did before. Um, and I think people do it to set themselves higher than other wrestling fans, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a bit really? st- stupid because you paid the same amount of money as other people to go and watch the same show. In some instances, you probably pay more because you want to be closer to the action or whatever. Yeah, you know, like you're not. But no one's better no fans better than the other fans so it's, it's no, no point <laughs> no point trying that really but it's like I don't know if this is a very good example but if I was um if I played in the NFL mm-hmm. and um, a fan came up to me and started talking to me about phew, certain plays
1: okay yeah'll or... go up
0: to an NFL player and talk to him talk, talk about the plays that they that his coach runs and yeah, you know, and then trying to dissect those to that level, or you know, you just you talk about the, the game in general, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to, the, to the level that you're expected to 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 know about. So yeah.
1: Well, and really, you know, if you're gonna approach a wrestler, like I think a wrestler's gonna think like there's a way of doing it, and I've. You know, had a lot of success talking with talking with even old the oldest of old school wrestlers like this. Where it's clear, like if you're really as a fan or as anybody, if you're really in on something, you understand how to have fun with it as well. Like you can yeah. be in on it, but not talking about, not making a big deal out of the fact that you are in on it. You know what I mean? Like 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 I understand more than the average fan but I'm not going to go up to somebody who is in the business and try to prove that to them the way mm-hmm. I conduct myself and the way I talk to them about certain things and in front of certain people is going to make it clear that I understand more than the average person and I won't have to you know use terms all the time and, and ask them about stuff I shouldn't be asking because somebody who knows a little bit more than the average person is going to know what things they shouldn't be asking about. You know what I'm saying? Basically, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really impress anyone anyway, so yeah. I don't know why people do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> more just, so. just annoying than anything. Okay, yeah. um, so, we talked about it a little bit earlier, um, why you decided to change your, change your, uh, orientation from, you know, a baby face to a heel, and, uh, how that's been, you know, a little bit of, the, a little bit of shackles off of you, since it happened. Um, Tell us about you know your decision. Um, what motivated you to get more into this, into a heel persona? Why it's a, it's easier for you to do now? Um, we'll, we'll we'll go with that first, and then we'll go into the other facets of it. Well, I,
0: I mean, I'll have to go back and correct you there because I wouldn't say it's a persona per se. Like I am a bad guy. I'm a, I'm a bad man. I don't I, and having to uh, early on smile and touch these mutants in the crowd. Um, you know high five people take pictures of them and you know the the whole cliche shaking hands kissing baby thing that's not me i don't really i don't really care about these people um i've achieved more than them i'm better than them so you know now at least i can say it with freedom and and i can say that with base because that's who i am and i don't really care like in the the day as i said if if you if you like me cool if you don't, I don't really care. So um, it's it's not it's not so much a change really. It's just me being me and well, and that's yeah. why it's so much more comfortable
1: and natural. And that's what allows you to to kick ass more now because you're not trying to keep up this facade in front of everybody all the time.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, like
0: before, something would would irk me, bother me about a crowd. Just be like, oh, to myself, like, oh these guys, what's wrong with them? But now I don't really care. So. <laughs> You know, just whatever, just I'll just go, just go with it, because that's me. I'm just being myself now, so um, it's a lot more fun being yourself. I'm sure in any walk of life, if you can mm-hmm. be yourself, um, you appreciate a lot more. So, so where, um, where did the? Because uh, I've been
1: been watching your matches, been watching stuff come along, and there's been stuff that's been been added uh, piece mm-hmm. by piece, bit by bit. Um, there's been the uh, you know, there's the, there's the light up glasses, which I fucking love. There's the uh, you know the mannerisms. There's the the freestyle rap battles at the beginning of the show, at the beginning of the match. Uh, what um where where do you where'd you get grab that stuff from? Um just just tell us a little bit of about the the odyssey of the character from from coming out with a with a headband and smiling to uh, now what we got with the with stunting on everybody every time you come out.
0: Well, like before. First, one thing I noticed when I was resting before is how fucking bright the lights are in the shows man like <laughs> so I just thought firstly I'm coming out with shades I don't really care it's a, it's a people think it's a dickish thing to do to so go out and walk about indoors in shades I don't care like end of the day it's bright my eyes are hurting I want to put, put shades on for a little bit so Got you. so that's, that's one thing um, the first match I did any of the kind of the rap stuff um, the, the guys I was up against they, they kind of they they wanted to do it so we put, put a challenge on and we did it and in the day it's something that I was comfortable with doing and that I think I was good at so in the day people who have wrestled since and they want to do it so it's fine if they want to do it let's do it Fucking and um, if, if I go one way through them they'll they'll lose in the rap battle or they'll think they won in the back row, and I'll just beat them up anyway. So, you know, that's kind of just just how it is. The sunglasses thing, the, the, the regular sunglasses evolved into flashing sunglasses because, well, I saw someone out wearing the one when I was in a club on holiday. And you're like that thought, person, oh, these. Like
1: a fucking twat. <laughs> I thought, this
0: guy, this, this guy's such a twat. Yeah. But, but then I realized. But then his, everyone's attention's on this guy with the of sunglasses. Yeah, stuff, but,
1: that's true. Everybody you know, in there was looking at that guy, thinking at that.
0: Yeah. So okay. you know, and I just thought that that's that's hundred percent a bit of Roy Johnson. So I look about, found some, bought some, bought another pair to go with my new t shirt, my new ring gear. So, and now people want to people want to buy them, honestly, which is weird. But well, yeah, and, and so,
1: <laughs> that makes sense that it plays into things because you know. Your eyes hurt. You wanted to cover them up. But also, um, you know, you're coming out there. You're fucking smiling. You're doing all this bullshit as a baby face. Now it's like, you know, now look at me. Everybody in here, look at me. I'm the fucking deadlift record holder. I'm yeah. the fucking guy who has climbed up the charts in the wrestling game, you know, in under a year. And is now fucking killing everybody. So I don't care if you're looking at me like I'm some kind of twat wearing these glasses. You're all looking at me It's what fucking yeah. matters. And that's that's awesome, that's where that's going. I was going to ask you if you do you remember you you might not because I don't know if you were watching wrestling back in these days, yep. but um, fucking Double J Jeff Jarrett, that's what it reminds me of those glasses.
0: yeah he used yeah, to wear I, that I, crazy I, I, that. shit. Did, has anybody yeah. said that? It It was mentioned, I think the first time I did it was mentioned whatever it's funny because he was a country
1: music guy and like you're a battle rap guy yeah i'm
0: anything but country music so
1: if you guys ever do if you ever work a show in texas you should get the fucking the double j cowboy hat with like the light up letters on it that would be like (laughs) Like, but like only 10 percent of the crowd would get it they'd be like oh shit that's so awesome everybody who's listening go back to like what fuck uh like, Royal Rumble 95, I'm pretty sure he has the full the full get-up for his match with a, a Razor Ramon. And uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. That's the
0: first thing. But that's because I'm an
1: old-school, like, you know, I remember everybody and every gimmick. So that's it's funny. It's just when I saw it, cool it, I was cool like, that is. awesome. There's,
0: there's nothing in wrestling that hasn't been done. Oh, absolutely. Someone yeah. else. So if you can recycle something and make it you, then you do it. Right. Hell yeah. I'm not stepping on anyone's toes in the UK at the moment by doing it. So, everything I'm doing right now is unique to the British wrestling scene. So, I'm going to carry on doing it. Hell yeah. (laughs) If I get compared to Jeff Jack, whatever, you know. Well, I mean,
1: I don't think you ever will. I don't (laughs) – fucking 99% of people probably don't even remember that that was a thing. (laughs) Uh, And I know that's not where you got it. I totally understand where you – but what's funny is it's probably a bit – it's a bit of – The same psychology because you know Double J used to be. Remember the fucking suspenders with like the with like the three fucking strings and for like everybody's like looking at this guy like what a fucking cunt man like what the fuck and but 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 everybody was looking at him. Um, that's not I know that's not where you get it, but some of the psychology, some of the psychology remains over years and years and years, even going all the way back to you know Gorgeous George used to come Mm -hmm. out there with his fucking hair permed and his fucking throwing flowers to the crowd and everybody was looking at this guy like what a fucking twat, but. Everybody was looking at him um, Yeah so that's that's You're right there on the right fucking track That's where you need to be headed um, Well that kind of our, our, The last part of our conversation Kind of kills my next question which was uh, Which one do you prefer Do you prefer working uh, the way You do now or back in the babyface days But I think it's been made pretty clear That this is a lot more natural And easy for you
0: hmm, Let me think about this question Before I answer it I think I prefer how I am now (laughs) a lot more than how I was because, as I mentioned, it's just me. If people like it, they like it. If they don't like it, whatever, I don't care.
1: Well, something they say uh, a lot on um, Steve Austin's podcast is they talk about when you're a a heel, you can never be wrong. You can never fuck up. You can never have egg on your face because it doesn't matter if people like you or what they think of you because – you're a piece of shit. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. As a babyface, you can never trip. You can never stumble. You can never. You can. You have to make sure your character's going a certain way that you think people are going to like. As a heel, you just go out there and act a fool. And if people like it, cool. If they don't, fuck them because they're not supposed to.
0: Yep.
1: And they can relate to somebody like you anyways. So who fucking cares? Exactly. Uh, so I, I didn't see it. I don't. I think I saw it in the. The geese match. I don't think I saw it in the last one. Um, did you still? Last time we talked, you were gonna use the uh, bring back the full Nelson as your as your finish. Um, are you still thinking of using that? And uh, what what else? What else have you worked into that you found that you liked using a lot better now with this new character?
0: Um, see, the full Nelson thing's annoying because I've not had a chance to get it on someone yet. yet. And when okay. I do, they're not getting out of it. So well, of course um, not. So it's not a case of me not doing, not wanting to do it. It's just the opportunity has not arise for me to put someone in it. And if I do put someone in it, they're not going out. So um, I'm going to be doing it. <laughs> I'm going to be doing it. So don't, don't worry about that.
1: Because I saw the – um, like I was talking to you about uh, – I saw the spot last time where the, the four corners um, and you were just carrying this guy like a sack of shit, uh, slamming him into these four corners and talking shit while you did it. That would be – a fucking awesome signature setup for a, uh, for like a Canadian backbreaker or, I mean, I, I think the camel clutch is probably out because Rusev um, has it, but a Canadian backbreaker, not like the rack sideways, but over the one shoulder, that would be a fucking awesome transition from the four corners. So
0: well, like, um, one thing I learned from, from lifting that I've translated into wrestling is if your back hurts, you can't do anything. I've, can attest to that 100% <laughs> so most of the time i'll work the back because pff, if you can't if, if your back hurt and i know I I, if i have a bad day bad night's sleep whatever pick something up incorrect whatever my back hurts it's gonna hurt when i walk it's gonna hurt when i sit down it's gonna hurt when i lie down i can't, try it, try can't pick anything thing. up i can't, can't really move properly so that's why i work the back at the end of the day, just just soften that area up and make, make them not be able to do anything, and then I just pick them apart, really. Um, so yeah, a lot of my stuff I, I do is what's is, is the back, really.
1: And those guys don't know what's coming because they they're not in the gym like you. They don't have that experience, but, so they've probably never even felt what that feels like to wake up with your back all fucking smashed up and fucked up. Yeah. And then so when they're in that situation, they can't do shit about it, cause now oh now now you find out what 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 I've known for years.
0: Yeah, my back's pretty fucked up as it is. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so uh, telling me, yeah. So if I, if I can repay that to other people, then I will do.
1: So what? So what's next for uh, Body Guy Roy Johnson? Where Where are you headed? Um, still working for Progress. I saw that the other day. Um, yep. Where else are you headed in the near future? And uh, anything else you might want to want to announce about where where you're
0: headed as far as in the next year or so? Um. I don't, I mean, at the moment, things are quite wide open, but I think this year is going to be a good one for me. Um, still, in my, still in my rookie year as a wrestler, but I think it's, it's going to be the one for me. Um, obviously, be out and about on progress. I hope to to make a chapter show this year, um, which for those of you who aren't aware, I'm sure your, a few of your listeners will know about progress anyway, but they have the chapters and the Endeavor shows. And I've been working the Endeavor shows recently. One aim of mine is to work on a chapter show. Um, I hope, I like to think, and I hope that that will be this year. So that's the big one for me. And just get my name out there, really. Let's um, go and do more shows around the country. Um, so that
1: for everybody out there who doesn't, who doesn't know, um, who should know, because Progress Wrestling has a ton of awesome talent, uh, including, uh, you know, Zack Sabre Jr., uh, Jimmy Havoc, a bunch of mm. awesome guys who are well known, you know, around the the podcast circuit. Anyway, um, yeah. progress wrestling the the chapter shows um, are kind of like their their pay per views or like their big events, yeah. right? And um, yeah. where can people go to uh, to check those out? Um, I know you guys got like an online uh, a streaming yeah, service. So,
0: um, Demand progress is what it's called. Um, you just have a quick search for that on Google. And it's like the first thing that comes up. Um, they have. One full chapter show on available on YouTube for free. Um, I think that's the one that's was one of like Fergal Davis, well, Finn Balor's last matches in the in the um before he went to WWE against so Zach like Sabre Jr. So that's a pretty pretty good show to check out. Um, if they want to see what progress is about, but but yeah, subscribe to Demand Progress because there's a lot of cool stuff on there. And then so all the
1: chapter shows the will be on matches. there. that's their big shows. And then yeah. um, you're – you're. I mean, hey, I got a lot of confidence in the world, you know, in you. You're you're, you're getting on one of those fuckers this year. I could see it. I can feel it. I can smell it. It's going down. And you're going to fucking rack the shit out of somebody, twist them up, put them out. Uh, so
0: we'll be looking forward to that. Um, And the stage that big is it's, it's, it's all ready for a flashy guy like myself. Absolutely. So, you know, and then, you know, my – I wear the shades because the lights are so bright, but also my future is bright. So um, so that's going to be me. And I, I like to think that'll be me this year. So so we'll see what happens on that.
1: Absolutely, man. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us again. This has been fucking great, um, everybody. Where can, um, where can people get their – because I have my very stylish, uh, legit Roy Better Know uh, t-shirt on. Where can people go pick up some merch uh, for for you? Get that, get them dollars in your pocket. Um, Where can people Um, get the mixtape, the Roy Better Know T shirts? I know you just came out with a with new designs recently.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not at the point where I want to set up a any any sort of online store or anything, or or collaborate with some of the other guys to set up an online store that store because that's something we had been discussed. But um, if people want to find out anything really about me want to get in touch with me any, anywhere? any i'm quite responsive on my facebook page um search for body guy roy johnson give it a like if anyone posts anything on there or message me on there i'm usually I'm usually quite good to respond i've sold a few it's a merchandise fire that or twitter maybe you know um at body sky underscore um i am quite easy to get hold of really um facebook's probably the best way i'll, I'll, I'll respond to that. i've had have had to send some orders out.
1: Okay, so for yeah. all of your your body guy merchandise
0: needs and for the hot mixtape, yeah, hit up hit up Facebook, hit up the Facebook search body guy Roy Johnson, give it a like, um, and then you can get a hold of me quite easily on there. So.
1: And the the man is very very responsive and quick with with his with his responses and, and sending your orders out. So be on the lookout for that. Get your stuff. You know, get ahead of the curve. That's what it's all about, is being ahead of the curve. So you want to have this stuff before this man becomes a legend. I'm always going <laughs> to have my original mixtape and my original t-shirt before, you know, the world got put on. To, it's like, you know, striking oil before everybody knew that oil was going to be fueling the world. That's what yeah. this is. So, <laughs> everybody get ahead of that. Thanks a ton, man, for, for giving us some time uh, again. You're the fucking man, dude. Thank you very much.
0: No worries. No worries. Um, Thank you for you guys listening. Whether you enjoyed it or not, I don't really care. But, you know, I'm here. So (laughs) Here it ain't going
1: nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, uh, this has been a a badass show. Hope everybody enjoyed it. And if you don't, he doesn't really care. We will talk to you later this week with a Royal Rumble preview. Uh, A lot of big stuff going on there. Thanks again, brother. No worries, man. Take care.